you're listening to the You Can't Fix What You Can't See podcast, hosted by author and consultant Karen Cornwell. Here we share real success stories from companies striving to become more gender savvy to drive innovation, growth, and engagement for all. Good morning, Priya, and how are you today? I'm doing great, Karen. How are you doing today? Hey, it is a marvelous day. So um, you can't, we all got up this morning, so that's a really good sign. Absolutely, yeah. So today I'm interviewing Priya Paul, and she is a project manager that does construction for Sage Glass St. Gobain. And Priya, I think you've been at Sage for about five years, but you started there as an intern uh, prior to graduating from college, yeah. I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to know what happened to you during your internship that made you want to come back after graduation? Because a lot of people have internships and they learn some you know, great skills, but you went back to the same company that you interned with. So they must have done something right. So I'm dying to hear what it is. <laughs> Absolutely. I think there was a bunch of different factors. And the first thing I would like to say is during my internship, I noticed that Sage Glass made a genuine effort to increase our diversity uh, in, you know, overall diversity and gender diversity in specific and aspires to be a leader um, in terms of the women in in the STEM field. So in 2016, while I was doing my internship, and even today, I think it is fairly uncommon to see women in like C-level positions or being on teams that are traditionally male dominant, uh, dominated. And so, but Sage, Sage is different, right? We, we, I saw people, women engineers, women scientists, the manufacturing team members, architects, construction managers, and just that diversity and just the fact that they were encouraging that was very attractive to me. Um, second, but very equally important, is the culture that the business uh, has within the business and within the sub-teams. And they have a very diverse and inclusive culture. And diversity is one of the driving factors to any company's success, is what I believe. And when you value diversity, you encourage diverse ideas and greater innovation. Um, and that, that, was, that is still really important to me. Um, and most of all, you know, I get to use my unique skill set of architecture and construction management as a part of this business and help, you know, promote this amazing product. So uh, all that combined together, I think, was was the perfect recipe for me. (laughs) Oh, awesome. Awesome. So did you entertain other offers or did you go straight back to Sage? I did. So at that point, I was living in Chicago. Um, I had a bunch of other offers. from more of the Chicagoland area. Um, so I, I did weigh all that in, but just the fact that the culture aspect that Sage had, even if it meant moving to Minnesota, um, the, the winters are pretty brutal, but I, I was willing to do it because uh, the culture and the, the product and the company was far more superior to the other offers. Wow, that's that's saying a lot, right? Particularly after you've been there. So it's not just what they're saying. You've seen what they actually do to get there. Exactly, exactly. I think I heard you mention before that you had had a coworker who was actually promoted upon returning from maternity leave. 
which I think is kind of a unusual condition just to return from maternity leave is what most women end up doing. But this one was promoted. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes. Um, you know, it, it is so energizing to see Caroline. So Caroline is, uh, before the role she took on, uh, which she is right now, she's the VP of quality. Before that, she was the R&D manager. Um, and it's just so energizing to see Caroline being promoted to a senior leadership position, you know, after returning from maternity leave. And, you know, of course, she deserves every bit of it. She is amazing. Um, but still, it's so inspiring to see her being supported to advance within the business, you know, based on her performance and the values she brings, you know, this is something that you to other employees like us, you know, it's, it's really nice to see that our, our company supports that. And also knowing that it will attract top talent when they see gender diversity in that senior level, um, you know, it's going to provide this positive loop, like in our business, it's supporting diversity and that results in all these benefits and better performance. And then we're gonna, we're gonna be set apart as a company um, from our competitors. And, and so I think uh, on the whole, when we saw that, that the way she was promoted after her maternity, when she got back, it was just, it was the best thing for all of us. We were, we are so excited for her and she is amazing. Just have to say that again. Oh, that is really super. Yeah. Now you also mentioned, I think this, um, does SAGE have a women's network? Yes, we do. Um, I mean, our parent company, St. Gabain, has a bigger one, but we have our own little SAGE women's network. Um, and, you know, we talk about, there's a lot of different conversations that happen. It's open to women, it's open to men, anyone who's interested in promoting uh, more diversity and encouraging women uh, in, in a field like ours, which is a very STEM-based uh, field, we are open to that. We have a lot of uh, talks um, uh, based on like, you know, uh, unconditional, I'm, I'm sorry, unconscious bias trainings, or we have strength finders assessment or how to find a professional mentor. Um, you know, we've had conversations about, right, like coachings and, you know, how we can, communicate better and we even did conferences where we would uh you know women nominate other women and then they're there we go to these leadership trainings and that just i think overall opens up the conversation on the whole to the company it's not just you know a few people talking about this but it's it's more of a wider conversation with everybody involved um, and that opens everybody's mind to this this uh this topic of diversity in the workplace um, and now, even even though we're remote, we have done a few different events. We've done a, a Sage Women's Network walk, uh, where you know you can you can be if you're interested in having a walk with somebody, then you can you know you wear your masks on and you just take a little walk with that person, talk about their position, get to know what they're doing, uh, talk about your role, see the difficulty, the challenges, and how you can overcome uh, with you know from each other's perspective. So, yeah, that's that's. Uh, that's something that our company does and everyone's involved our ceo attends it uh, our vp of uh, administration he attends it so there's a lot of it's really nice to see the support that we have from our senior leaders uh, to our network your senior leaders show up to all the women's events um <laughs> most not all of them some of them you know they they live 
uh, like Namrata, she lives uh, in California, so she might not always be able to attend. But whoever's in the in the building at that point, or when the conference is happening or the talk is happening, they try to do that with based on their schedule. But yes, we have seen on multiple occasions our senior leaders being a part of that. So that I think I would think that that would make a big difference. Do they participate? They do. Um, there was a Namrata, for example, had given a talk about her the the way she, the challenges she faced in the industry, how she got to where she is now. She's our VP of Sales and Field Operations. And so that was very inspiring to a lot of us to see one of our own uh, senior leaders talk about, you know, uh, her journey. And uh, we also have had, you know, our uh, VP of administration, Chuck Hayes, he is, he is presented and on, on where Sage is at and where we want to go in terms of diversity. Um, and, you know, Alan, uh, our CEO, has also talked on multiple occasions about this specific topic. So, yeah, we, uh, I think we have a very good, solid uh, senior leadership team backing us up uh, on that in that regard. That's really amazing. So what I'm hearing from you, I think, is you're getting a lot of walking the talk, not just talking the talk, but they actually are walking the talk. Exactly. <clears throat> They're doing something about it. Mm -hmm. Now, Priya, I just have to say this. You're a construction manager? <laughs> You must get you must get this a lot because um, it's it's yes. a, it's a very non-traditional role. So I'm sure you've walked into a few meetings and had people do the double take, if you will, to go, <laughs> "What? That's you?" Um, yes. What yes. experiences have you had, and how do you handle it when people say you're a construction manager? <laughs> um. I think it's it's hilarious because it's you know I think people just assume certain roles are you know are stereotyped so much that they they just don't it's like what like I didn't expect that like I didn't expect you to be the project manager for this project like it, it, I get that uh, I, the other women on my team get it you know we're we're like they're like just in shock but um, I think there's there's a lot of funny stories uh, you know but I think there was one where it was this project in the Philadelphia area and. I was down there for a meeting and this older gentleman, he was, you know, very respectful, but he just kept like, just looking at me like, you know, he was asking me all these questions and he was, he was challenging me a lot. And uh, it was funny because my boss was in the too. So she and I were, you know, we're, I, was, I was just answering all his questions and he, he was just, and he stood up at the end of the meeting and he just looked at me and said, you, you know, you're going to make it in the construction industry. I, I just can feel it. And then he just walked out and I was like, Oh, wow. <laughs> that was so till then it was like, he was testing, you know, he was like, can she, is she actually all that she says she is like, does she know her stuff or is she just, you know, um, BSing me about stuff, you know, but once I was able to, uh, you know, he could see the value that I brought in on, on how I knew what I was talking about. He just said that, but it also showed how he had that bias in his head first, you know, that, Oh, I don't know. About but you her, won you know? the so, stamp of approval, right? I mean, I you did. ultimately win the stamp of approval based on your responses, which is which is really nice. And then it sounds like he was, now I'm ready to back you, right? Now, okay, yeah, you're going to go far. Exactly. And that was, that was very interesting to me too. Like, because first I knew I could feel that challenge, you know, like that he was challenging me. But after that, once he knew and he, he understood that, okay, she, she's, she's fine. I think I can give her that stamp of approval. He, he stood up and he was like, okay, 
I, I'm going to support you. You know, I, I could feel that. So 100% agree with what you said there. That really helps when people support you, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I mean, and there are people also who, you know, some people don't say anything, but you can, you can see that happening without a conversation too. Like, you know, when you prove that you know what you're talking about, that, that um, tension is released, right? Like, and then they feel like, okay, we can trust this person. It's a trust. It's a trust issue, isn't it? It's. Yes, it's more of a trust issue. They just want to be, they want to know that their project is in good hands. They want to know that their project uh, manager, that's me, would be able to handle all these different trades, different conversations, different timelines and schedules, and be able to be assertive and take care of that for them. Well, we all know with construction that never, never do things go wrong, right? <laughs> no, you know. The schedule's always on time. The, you know, the money's always under budget. Never. <laughs> right. Never. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely been interesting to uh, be part of those meetings and understand uh, people's, different people's uh, uh, reactions and opinions. And well, that's, I mean, that's really fabulous because you are in a, in a non-traditional role for a woman, but it sounds like you represent women quite well and are able to convert people over to go oh, okay this this is different for me but but i'm okay with it i i trust that she's going to take care of me right right mm -hmm. so let's talk a little bit about trust with your leadership team and how does the leadership team at sage win the trust of their employees sure i think um more than anything what stands out to me is they try to be as transparent about a lot of things uh, as they can be uh, we have these q a calls even through this pandemic we're not able to have these face-to-face -face meetings which we used to have every month called the sage like one meeting um, but now that we don't um, we are trying to do this um, Actually, on these calls called Q&A sessions and we can submit all the questions you know doesn't doesn't matter if it's about COVID or if it doesn't matter if it's about business anything you know we can submit that and then our leaders uh, you know answer them and I think that really opens up the transparency about like you know between um, the employee and the employer um, and then just the fact that they are so open to diversity and understanding how that it is a key player is 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 such a it builds trust uh for me and for other team members um and also i think you know opening up different opportunities we have uh, personal development plans different opportunities both career-wise and personally they are invested they encourage us you know and say hey you know we want you to do better we want to retain good talent and they make sure that they they do their best in in conveying that to us so we feel more appreciated and rewarded and i think that's that's a huge factor in the culture of the company as i said before you know i think that's very important to people when you're when you're working there you don't feel like there's not much hierarchy you know like uh it doesn't matter if it be some senior leader would just stop by our desk chat with us and you know talk to us about our our families and it, it's it just it feels there's so much more connection. It's not like, oh, it's the C-suite, they're in their offices. It's more, it's, it's very, very nice to see that there, there's more open communication uh, and the culture of it is just uh, a huge thing for me that I, that I love about 
our senior leadership team. That sounds great. What about development opportunities? That's one of the key pieces, I think, for, for a lot of women. Do you feel like you've gotten adequate development opportunities where they push you a little bit to really test your skills, if you will, uh, mm -hmm. and push you up to the, to the next level? Absolutely. I agree. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a key, it's key to have good opportunities. Sage Glass, you know, it encourages its, its employees to go beyond their day-to-day -day duties, right? So they want you to develop both career-wise, they want you to develop both personally uh, and career-wise. And so you can only succeed at something if you're given that opportunity. And so even for me, as you said, pushing you to, to, to do better, I feel like till date I've managed uh, around 50 projects in the North America region and out of which some are super high profile clients and I was also given the opportunity early on in my career to manage one of our biggest projects till date which is the Nashville airport and um, I feel like in an industry that is typically uh, male dominated uh, I feel so honored that the, the team will entrust me with these responsibility, with this responsibility and these huge projects based on my previous performance and my skill set. And that is what they're looking at. They're, they're seeing that that's the value I bring and that they're giving me opportunities. And even the Nashville airport, initially, I was like, wow, this is a huge project. You know, I asked my boss, like, are you sure? And they were like, no, you know, you, you got this, go ahead. And that was incredibly uh, you know, that affirmation that I got from them and the fact that they trusted that I can handle it was, was, was huge. And only because I was given that opportunity, I'm able to now say, hey, I did it, I took it on, and I've done a good job with it. So that, that being said, there's so many other examples like that, that you, where they have given me multiple opportunities to show, my, uh, show how, how well I can do. That is really awesome. So they're willing to throw you in the fire. But while you're in the fire, did you find that you were supported and that what you needed to actually do the job materialized when you asked for it? 100% because my team, so I work for the field operations team and the, the, I mean, I would always say that that's the best team. That's just best team ever. You know, we are, we're, we're, we're a very diverse team. We have engineers, we have architects, we have, you know, um, electrical, civil, all these different, the different talented people. And so when, when you're, when I'm dealing with Nashville airport and it's, it's a huge project, my, you know, from my boss, uh, you know, she, she was, she's always there if I needed a question, if I needed help, if I needed somebody to just say, hey, I, I just need somebody to be on this call with me, this customer or this, this general contractor needs certain answers, they're always willing to help. And it's not like, hey, you, you just got to take care of this, it's your project. No, it's, it's a team effort. And I love that about our team. You know, we're always willing to help each other. We're always supporting each other. So it's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible feeling to have that, you know, so just to say, okay, I'm going on vacation for two days, but I know that my team, team, my team's got it, you know, they're not going to throw me under the bus, but they've got it, you know, so that's even little things like that on a day-to-day -day basis when you have the support of your team means a lot. So 100%, I lucky to have that. That is super. I think a lot of women would like to have that more in their, in their jobs and in their positions. Is there anything else as we've been talking that you that you think we you ought to share with our listeners about well, the things that that Sage does that really makes it 
easier for women in the workplace to shine? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, you know, certain industries, it's just harder uh, or there's more bias or they feel it's, since it's male dominated, it's very hard for women to be valued equally. And, you know, that makes them psychologically feel like they can't bring certain, they can't speak up in the organization. They can't bring certain ideas to the table. And when that happens, I feel like everyone loses. The business loses, you know, there's no growth. And something that I would really encourage people to do in businesses, I would love to see is just that open up, open that conversation up and be willing to listen to these diverse ideas because diversity, I mean, if, if it's, everything is going to be the same thing, then we're going to have the same ideas and innovation is going to, you know, is going to halt. So we want those ideas. So, you know, open communication will make women feel like, okay, they want my voice. They want me, my idea. They want me to be heard. And I think that's a huge thing um, to, to give them that open, open communication and let them speak and feel that they're being heard. Well, that is super because that often, you know, women often feel talked over and not listened to. So it sounds like it's sage that that isn't the case. Yes, yes. It's, uh, and, and to, I mean, being part of a lot of these cross-functional teams, uh, you know, I mean, I think studies have proven that, you know, instead of when, when there's a diversity in gender in these teams and sub teams or any other, any business team, they always, the performance is better. And so, you know, it's a, if, if we're more open to that kind of a mix, I think we'll have better performance, better, better sales, better profits, whatnot, you know, so, uh, and Sage does that, they encourage that. Uh, I hope that a lot of businesses will do that. That sounds really amazing. I, I hope that a lot of businesses pick up some tips here on how to treat employees and, and how to structure yourself so that your employees can really shine because it is really, really important. Anything else you'd like to add to our listeners, Priya? Well, I, I don't know. I think uh, that's, that's pretty much it. I, I'm uh, hoping that it's something out of this can be taken away. Uh, and I hope that uh, everybody has a great day. Cool. I have one more question. Absolutely. As a construction manager, having done this now for five years, would you do it again? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I love it. I love seeing projects. When I when the project is complete and you go stand there and the building is is done, I think that's an amazing feeling to see it um, from the blueprint, from the floor plan to be to be you know done and complete. You're standing in it, and our product Sage Glass brings a whole unique perspective and a occupant comfort to whoever's in that space. And to see them experience that, that's the best feeling. So I absolutely would do it all over again. Very cool. Now, some of our listeners might not know what Sage Glass manufactures. Can you give us a one-minute snapshot of what it is your product is? Because sure. it's very cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. It's very cool, yes. Um, so Sage Glass is a um, dynamic glazing product. Um, so it, it has an electrochromic layer um, or coating on the outside of the, the, the IGU, as we call it, the glass unit, and which in, which in turn 
tints the glass and clears the glass based on how much daylight or glare it's receiving. So if you're just going to be sitting inside and you have stage glass outside, you don't have to worry about blinds or shades or anything of the sort. Your glass is going to dynamically tint and clear to different tint states based just to make you feel comfortable. So it's pretty amazing. It's very cool. We love it. We absolutely love how, how much of this difference it makes to our customers. And I would think it would also have a lot of energy savings, right? Particularly for these big, like an airport where they have huge, you know, yeah. sheets yeah. of glass, right? Yes. Energy savings. So, you know, daylight, you have more daylight in there. Uh, that is helpful. And then you have the visual fact that, you know, when you have a blind or shade, but no matter what, you're not having that visual connection. So productivity gets increased in like office spaces. We've seen that it helps. I mean, we've done a few studies in hospitals. Uh, where that daylight makes such a lot of difference to the patients. So, you know, on a personal level and for the for a business or like for that building, it's energy savings and for the occupant, it's comfort. So there's there's so many different factors that uh, sage glass benefits. Awesome. So it's really a high tech but manufactured product, right? Which is, you know, they usually you get a lot of high tech products that aren't manufactured and have to be put into place, which is what you do for them, right? Yes, yes. So it is, we build the IGUs, so we, we don't manufacture the float glass, so we buy the float glass from Cardinal or different other manufacturers, and then we build it in our factory in Fairville, Minnesota, um, and we build it and make it uh, this IGU or insulated glass unit, and then we have it connect to an electronic system. So the tinting and the clearing happens only because there's a current that's applied to it. So it happens, so there's, a, there's sensors that's reading, okay, I'm receiving so, you know, 10,000 lux or so much glare basically. And so then it sends a current as needed to tint the glass to a specific tint state, medium, light, you know, whatever it may be at that point in front of the day, and then the glass would tint. So it's, it's a very high, it's a highly sophisticated technology, but to a, the, the occupant, they're like, we don't, we don't see any of that happening. It's all behind the scenes, right? The electronics, the controls, all behind the scenes. They just see that glass tint and clear, and it amazes them every time. And to see that is the best, to give them that customer experience is the best thing for us. Cool. So it's like magic. <laughs> yes. You gotta yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely amazing. All right. Super. I am um thank you so much, Priya, for taking the time to chat with me and for my listeners so they can hear and learn what wonderful things Sage Glass has been doing, particularly with their women. Absolutely it was a pleasure, Karen. It was a pleasure. All right. Thank you very much. You've just listened to the You Can't Fix What You Can't See podcast with host and author Karen Cornwell. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends and peers. If you know of a company doing amazing things to become more gender savvy, please drop us a line at the website youcan'tfixwhatyoucan'tsee.com. We are on the lookout for success stories to share with our listeners so their companies can become gender savvy.